in the 80s with a retailer, in the 90s with Bose. I was with Sharp and Ingram Micro. And there's a whole lot of guys out there I run into all the time that are late 40s and 50s. They're not going to change the way that they go to business. I got my you know, you got your reps that your buddy, you got your retailers that your buddy end up at a different place. You just get the band back together. Right. And success going forward is not getting the band back together. It's changing the band to an orchestra with new music that has to be coordinated to be successful. Look at what's going through with these retailers. Let's talk about that. Tell why does the manufacturer take. have to do anything less? What do you mean? Why does the manufacturer have to do anything less? Let's talk about the retailers because that's, I think, a really important point. I think everybody is in agreement that, you know, 2019, it's been super interesting to see direct first brands invest in brick and mortar. People are, I think, openly discussing the merits of having that in-person discussion. We're still seeing 87 to 90%, depending on what report you read, of purchases are made in a store, in a physical store. So retail is really important. I realize it can be digital or brick and mortar. It also can be a brand store, but tell us what your take is on that right now. I dealt with Sears for a long time. Macy's, Dayton, Hudson, Leachmere. I mean, talk about cons- the headstone of consumer electronics is long and distinguished, you know, is a comment that I, that I like to make. So I've worked with a significant <laughs> diversity of retailers and Sears failed because Sears was horrible. They thought they knew everything. They did 10 cents per store for a brand, but then you got a thousand stores. They ended up being one of the top retailers. Whereas we would look at Bose at per store productivity and then leverage our business towards per store productivity, not gross PO. The brands that are dying deserve to die. You mean retail brands? They're retail brands. Yeah. Retailers are horrible horrible. They, they deserve to go. So I just think like the hardware store. We had this great little hardware store downtown. Guys were awesome. You go in there and ask for something. He knew exactly what drawer the thing was in. He's gone. It's a fantastic sushi place now. Then it goes to Home Depot. Right. Home Depot is doing a magnificent job because they figured this omni-channel out. Now when I walk in Home Depot, I can't go more than a, a, an aisle or two without somebody coming up and asking me, to help me. Yeah. And then you're Chris Walton with his uh, Red Archer and, and Omni Talk. Uh, the retail dog. Oh my God. They are so on target of I know they are. what the frontline evolution of this is. He was reporting on NRF and he's got Shop Talk. And the evolution is amazing. And there's a certain amount of amazing retailers out there that are investing. And that's what we identified is okay, who's investing? Who's figuring out, like Amazon, that they need to make money? They've isolated it down to categories. This is what we did at Bose, what we did at Best Buy. I need a leader in that category that I can count on for revenue and that I can count on for profitability. And that's going to help me with that customer experience because I, that manufacturer knows how to deliver the passion for their product better than me. Right. Now, those retailers that are reaching these pinnacles of customer experience from their setup need the manufacturers that can align with them, that can deliver them the materials and the ability to provide that coordinated customer experience in the omnichannel way. So I'm trying to get these manufacturers to understand, stop just being old school distribution like you did in the 80s and 90s that everybody everywhere has to have the product. We have the internet now. Be selective about the internet. Be selective about your brick and mortar. Be controlling with standards about it. Understand who the key players are and invest your time and energy in there. And you're going to get more revenue than you're getting now just doing a shotgun. The sniper's going to get you more revenue. 
It's going to get you better partnerships. It's going to get you more predictable revenue, and you're going to be able to stabilize your margins and control things. But it's so counterintuitive to the generations of sales leadership that grew up to this point that I need like the unicorns <laughs> that identify, you know, hey, that's not a bad idea. And we ask the boss, oh, the boss say, hey, we're going to do it. And it, usually it's because they've exhausted the other methods.